0: Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Stocks and Coffee. I'm Travis, your Stock Geek. Today is Monday, October 3rd, 2022. As we kick off a fresh week here, stocks are bouncing. The s and in the green up 2%, NASDAQ up 1.5%, and the Russell up just over 2%. That's after a pretty volatile week last week where the S&P, the NASDAQ, and the Russell were all down about 3%. European and Asian indices were also down. And, you know, frankly, there was a lot of concern over the weekend that we were going to start the week off with a huge limit down day in the markets. There was a lot of speculation and FUD about a bank like Credit Suisse or Deutsche Bank failing over the weekend. Um, I thought that was a little bit premature. There was a lot of YouTubers and people that don't really understand the situation very well that were spreading those rumors. Now, it is true that Credit Suisse is facing a bit of an existential crisis. The stock is down 60% year to date. They've had some serious setbacks being involved in things like the wire card fraud, the Archegos blow up where they lost $5 billion. So it's not without its issues. Credit Suisse's earnings have been in decline in recent quarters. There's a big question over, you know, what's going to happen as interest rates keep rising that's hurting the investment banking side and the trading side. They do have a private wealth business and a high net worth banking business. That's a pretty good franchise. Obviously, that's why the bank's been around for more than 100 years. So, you know, whether or not that survives is a question. I don't think this is the next Lehman. I don't think it's going to create a cascade financial crisis like we saw back in 08. I do think it is possible that you could see a restructuring of Credit Suisse and a year from now the bank could look very different. And, you know, it could create some contagion fears in Europe if that does happen. We see a lot of the European banks trading under 0.5 price to tangible books. So when we look at banks like Deutsche Bank or Unicredit, those are trading at fairly low valuations. And we have seen the credit default swaps, the price that traders pay to insure against a bond default, we have seen those going up, and they did go up a lot in 08 and 09, but The levels that we see today are up, but they're nowhere near what we saw in 2008, 2009. So it's important to remember that. The other major key difference between now and 2008 and 2009 is that the financial system is in much stronger shape from a capital position. Banks have much higher common equity tier one ratios than they did back then. As a result of all of the legislation that's been passed in the past decade, banks have had to build their capital buffers up quite a bit. So I'm not expecting an Armageddon scenario, but it is going to be an interesting month here in October. We know that we kick off earnings season in about two weeks. The off-cycle earnings reports that we got over the past couple weeks, like CarMax, Nike, Micron, weren't great, frankly. Uh, FedEx as well had also guided down, and a lot of the stock reactions were negative. But we do know that there's a lot of pessimism heading into earnings season, and a lot of companies did say that they're not seeing a weakness in the consumer yet. So it's going to be interesting to see how things pan out. I do expect global multinational companies like we saw with Nike to have serious headwinds from the strong dollar. But beyond that, it's going to be interesting to watch how things play out and especially interesting to see how companies give forward guidance because we know there's a lot of uncertainty out there over the macroeconomic environment. Just to drive that point home, today we got the ISM manufacturing report in the US and that came in weaker than expected. The ISM manufacturing PMI unexpectedly fell to 50.9 in September, which is the slowest growth in factory activities since 2020. And that actually is probably good news for the market because it means that even though we're seeing a weakening manufacturing sector, that could suggest that the pressures on the supply chain side are coming down and it could actually create a condition where the Fed is more likely to pause at some point this year on interest rate increases if we do see significant signals the economy is weakening. So in that sense, bad news is good news, at least in the short run for the market. Later this week, actually on Friday, we will get the September jobs report in the U.S., so all eyes will be on that as a major economic signal as well. Our weekly unemployment data shows that the job market really doesn't seem to be weakening too much yet, but we'll have more detail when we get that monthly report on Friday, so the market will be closely watching that. And moving over to the individual stock side, we see broad-based strength in energy stocks and material stocks in particular. Those sectors are outperforming today with crude up 4%. There's rumors out there that OPEC may be looking to cut as much as 1 million barrels of daily production, which would help bring the supply-demand balance back in in line. And we also see a really strong move in silver today. The silver is up almost 8%, gold up almost 2%. So the metals side of commodities is definitely ripping higher today. On the loser side, Tesla is down almost 9% so far today after delivery numbers disappointed investors. They were looking for more deliveries in the third quarter. And there's been some negative comments out from analysts as well. So that stock is under pressure. And we see Blue Apron, the former meme stock, down 45% today after news from the company that Joe Sandberg has not closed his strategic investment. The $56 million investment he was supposed to complete by the end of September has not been completed. And Blue Apron is now looking to sell up to $15 million worth of stock in the open market to try to give them more runway on the liquidity side. This was something that I had flagged last week as a potential risk, given the fact that We had not seen any documents indicating the strategic investment from Joe Sandberg had closed. And frankly, there's been a lot of weird stuff happening with Sandberg and his purported investment in Blue Apron. He had never closed the second tranche of the investment he had announced in May. They tried to renegotiate it over the summer. He was supposed to close by September 1st. It didn't close then. Then it was supposed to close by the end of September. It obviously didn't close. And he also has some other gift card purchases that he was supposed to make for the, for the the from the uh, company Blue Apron that he had not fully completed. So we also, had red flags with the CFO and a board member resigning in the month of September. So these are all things that led me to believe that something fishy was happening. And indeed, it's another setback on Blue Apron's attempt to turn this business around. In more positive news, Peloton stock is up 6% after announcing a partnership with Hilton Hotels. Hilton will feature at least one Peloton machine in its fitness centers across its 5,000 plus hotel portfolio. So that's positive news for Peloton, which has had a very tough year The SEC perhaps waking up from its long slumber, announcing a settlement with Kim Kardashian where she will pay $1.26 million over charges that she didn't disclose that she was being paid to pump crypto projects like Ethereum Max on her Instagram. So it's nice to see after a lot of pump and dumps last year by crypto influencers in the crypto space that the SEC is finally taking some action out there. And on that note, we'll go ahead and wrap up for today. My focus this week will still be on a lot of macro-related stuff. We don't have a lot of stock-specific news until mid-October when earnings season starts. So I'll be keeping an eye on the bond market, interest rates anything happening around the Credit Suisse situation, any rumors or changes there. And of course, looking still at values in sectors that have really beaten up, whether that's semiconductors, big tech, retail, travel, and airlines are all still near fresh lows. So I'll be looking for value in some of those areas as we go forward into the rest of the month. Have a great start to your week, everyone, and I will see you all tomorrow. Cheers.